0: Day on Transforming Lives. Chapter 41, Just Pharaoh said, can we find a man who, in whom the Spirit of God dwells? Say the Spirit of God dwells. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Long time, and we're just catching up. And sometimes we think we're too smart. Amen? But God is way ahead. That's why he said to us, my thoughts are not your thoughts. These are my ways like your ways." Amen? But the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit was there revealing Jesus, opening our understanding, and giving us what God wants to do. That's why when we look in the Word of God, we need to take the Word of God seriously. Because the Word of God is God-breed. It's God's revelation. is God-inspired. Amen? We need to listen to it. We need to read it. We need to meditate upon it. We need to obey it. Because that is what we give life. Jesus said, The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Hebrews chapter 4 says, The word of God is alive and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword to the divided asunder of the spirit and the soul, and is a, 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 a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. What the Bible is saying that the word of God is able to go into our hearts and, and th- 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 dissect it and uh, expose our intention. That's why when you read the scripture it's like a mirror. It tells you who you are, what you need to do, how you need to change. And if you obey the word and follow the word you experience life. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is the one who is working in and through us. Long before the day of Pentecost the Holy Spirit has been working and active. In the lives of men and women, Amen. Let me give you a couple of examples. The third purpose is that the Holy Spirit anoints believers, Amen. Uh, um, in, in in the book of uh, uh, Genesis, the Bible tells us the story about uh, of Joseph, Amen. The Holy Spirit has always anointed people who are surrendered to Him and who God wants to use and minister uh, um, to use mightily. I mean, Joseph, you know the story of Joseph, a young man. But the Bible tells us that the, the, when Joseph interpreted the dream of Pharaoh, um, Joseph said to Pharaoh, I think I shared this before with you all, that whenever uh, um, God gives you an opportunity, you need to be able to uh, uh, um, be able to, uh, um, say uh, take advantage of that opportunity and then also add more to it. The Bible tells us that when Pharaoh called Joseph because none of the wise men could interpret the dream, and J- Joseph came and interpreted the dream and then Jesus, Joseph said to Pharaoh, you need to choose a wise man to put him over the affairs of Egypt and then you need to allow, then let him do uh, uh, um, gather uh, um, the, the, the grain for the first seven years and save it so that when the time of famine comes, you all can have sufficient. And I told you, I said, J- Joseph, share with Pharaoh what was the problem. diagnose the problem and then he gave Pharaoh his recipe. and said, this is the man you need. And then this is what Pharaoh said in Genesis chapter 41. Jesus, Pharaoh said, can we find a man who, in whom the Spirit of God is? Dwells. Say the Spirit of God dwells. dwells. Now, Pharaoh was not a godly king. But he recognized the Spirit of God in Joseph. Say Amen. Amen. Say amen. Amen. When God anoints you, people will recognize the anointing of God upon your life. The Spirit of God. Pharaoh said, can we find anyone in whom the Spirit of God is? Amen? In essence, what Pharaoh was saying, there's none wiser, there's no one who has the wisdom like Joseph, and the reason why Joseph had this wisdom, or Joseph is operating in this level, is because of the Holy Spirit. Say the Holy Spirit. See, that's why we need to surrender our lives. Joseph, we, when you read the story of Joseph, over and over, the Bible tells us that Joseph had favor with God because he was fully surrendered to God, even in difficult situations where he was accused. I mean, he was sold as a, as a slave to, by his brothers, hated and sold, and he was accused by Potiphar's wife. he was put in prison falsely, but Joseph still had a good attitude. And he submitted himself to God. He trusted God, and he was anointed by God. And so, when God was doing His work, and God needed somebody to be able to to, to deliver Egypt and the world at the time, God poured out His spirit upon Joseph. Now, Joseph was ordinary, just like any one of us, but he was surrendered. Amen. And that's the difference. We need to surrender ourselves to the Spirit of God and allow Him to work in us. Second example that that we see, if you go to Exodus chapter 31, um, the Bible tells us about about, uh, 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 when when God gave Moses instruction to build the temple, I mean the tabernacle. Amen. The Bible says that uh, look look at what, what God said to Moses. After God gave Moses all of the instruction and gave him the details about what to do, this is what God said to Moses. He said, I have filled Bezulia with the Spirit of God in all wisdom and understanding, in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship, to devise corny works, to work in gold, and silver, and in bronze, and in cutting of stone, to set them in craving of timber, to work in all manner of workmanship. Say amen. amen. You see, God said to Moses, I have given Bezalelah and all of these uh, 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 technicians or, or, or contractors to wisdom." and understanding and knowledge so that they can build the tabernacle. And the Bible tells us that these men build the tabernacle in the wilderness. And even now, today, there are many architects or engineers who are still amazed about the kind of building that they build because God gave wisdom. God gave instruction to Moses to give him the dimension. Um, he designed it himself and then God gave wisdom. Amen. So the Holy Spirit comes to give us wisdom and understanding. Amen? You need wisdom to do your work, your school work, you need the Holy Spirit. You need wisdom to do your job, you need the Holy Spirit. You need you wisdom to, 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 to be a, 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 a son or a daughter or husband or wife or mom or dad, you need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who anoints us and gives wisdom. Say Amen. amen. Say amen. amen. God distinguished His people by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit of God is powerful and uh, available to anoint you in order to change the circumstances in your life for His glory. For God's glory. And we need to allow Him to fill our hearts. Amen. The, 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 the fourth thing I want to show you is that I'll uh, give you uh, uh, another example about how God anointed Moses. Now, we or most of us know the, the story of Moses and, and how God used Moses mightily Amen. Um, in the scripture. In fact, even in the, the, uh, with the Jews, they, they still consider Moses as one of the greatest prophets ever lived. Surely, surely he was one of the greatest leaders amen, Moses led the children of Israel out of the bondage of uh, um, Egypt, amen, led them through the wilderness, amen, for 40 years uh, until the nation was established, amen, and then Joshua took them into the promised land. But Moses was one of the greatest, and in fact the Bible tells us about Moses, that Moses was one of the meekest men I ever laid, and Moses, God's uh, 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 um, testimony about Moses is that he he spoke to Moses face to face. Amen? So Moses was a great leader. Amen? But what made him great? It was not just himself. It was not just his education. Because the Bible tells us that when, when, when Moses in um, Exodus uh, um, chapter 3, after God rescued him, and you know allowed Pharaoh to educate him, Moses decided to go and see his brothers, and he saw uh, um the, the Egyptian mistreated the Israelites and he, he fought him and killed him. And then when he went back the next time, he saw two uh, Israelites fighting and he tried to do it. And the, the, the word went out, and Moses had to run away. Amen. So Moses could not do it by himself. In fact, this, this is how I like to put it Moses was educated by Pharaoh, or quote unquote, with the wordless standard. And Moses thought he had all of the abilities and all of the wisdom and all of the knowledge to do God's work, but he couldn't. He failed. Amen? It's not a natural education that would do the work of God. Yes, it is important for you to be educated. It is important for you to submit yourself and to learn. And the Bible tells us that we need to be diligent, okay, in all everything that we do. Amen? But the Bible tells us that there is a school of the Spirit. There is a school of God that he takes us to. And so Moses spent 40 years, the first 40 years of his life, learning the natural things in order to understand. And in fact, the Bible records about Moses that he was one of the greatest princes in Egypt at the time. Well educated. But when God took him to the Holy Spirit school, in the school of the Spirit, after 40 years, all Moses did for 40 years in the school of the spirit was that God taught him how to shepherd sheep. Mm-hmm. Say shepherd sheep. shepherd sheep. See, God has a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I mean, God knew that Moses was going to be leading the children of Israel. And so God taught Moses how to lead sheep. I don't know about you, but sheep are one of the, <laughs> the tough uh, animals to lead, amen. I they, 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 they 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 don't fight for themselves. They don't try to, um, you know, they're not like other animals that would manipulate things. They just go, amen. I in, in fact, somebody said, uh, um, if a sheep is walking and there is a cliff, you will walk straight down the cliff. <laughs> so God had to teach Moses. Isn't it amazing that God used a shepherd? Amen. To lead a whole nation. What was God doing? God was teaching Moses because as a shepherd you have to protect the sheep. You have to guide the sheep. You have to fight for the sheep. Amen. David to give us an insight concerning what the shepherd does. Amen. David said that, that when the lion and the bear came to eat the sheep I had to go and put myself in harm's way. So Moses had to put himself in harm's way in order to fight for the sheep. To defend the sheep. Amen. That's why David could say the Lord is my shepherd. You see God is the greatest shepherd. And Jesus himself said I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. Amen. Amen. So God had to take Moses into the school of the spirit. And when God took Moses into the school of the spirit, God had to take Egypt out of Moses because when God met Moses Moses, who was well educated, Moses, who was strong and ready to de- deliver uh, um, the Israelite, when God met him and God said, I'm going to send you, I've come down to deliver the children of Israel, I'm sending you to Pharaoh, Moses said, Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> Say, Who am I? You see, Moses understood at that point that he was nothing, just like you and I. Without the power of the Holy Spirit, we are nothing. With all his knowledge and his wisdom, he said, Lord, who am I? That I may go in front of Pharaoh and tell him to let my people go. Amen. But what did God say? I will go with you. Now what was God telling Moses? I will anoint you. I will fill you. I will equip you. I will overshadow you. I will prepare you for you to go. It will be the anointing, the power of the Holy Spirit upon your life to make you to do that which I want to do. Fast forward, Moses delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt. They were in the wilderness and the Bible tells us that Moses and the children of Israel were, 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 were in the wilderness and it was, things were getting hard. Moses was trying to do everything by himself. His father-in-law came and told him that that was not the right way to do it. He needed to find people to to help him. And then God said, after a while, Moses said to God, God, who are you going to send with me? Who are you going to send to help me? This burden is too much. I didn't burn all of these people. (laughs) Amen. And the Bible tells us that God said, I will take off your spirit. That is upon you. And I will put it upon the 70 elders. And I will cause them to help you to carry the burden. Now, God was saying to Moses, I will take of the spirit that is upon you. What spirit that was upon Moses? It was the Holy Spirit. I will take that wish so that you can have the the same spirit, the same anointing that is upon you. I will put it upon the 70 elders so that they can help you. I want you to see this principle. It is so important that you as a child of God get the same spirit that God is working with in the people that you are helping. Amen. That everyone, the Paul said that we have one spirit. It is important that you get anointed. It is important that you yield to the spirit of God. Because if you are not following the spirit of God and following the things of God... It is possible that you, it become a, a challenge. God wants the same spirit upon you. Upon the leader and upon the people. Amen. And that's what God said to Moses. I will take of the spirit that is upon you and I will put it upon them." Now the Bible tells us there was something interesting about this. Amen. The Bible tells us that, um, that God did. And it was God who transferred the spirit that is upon Moses upon the seventy. So it tells us that the anointing of God can be transferred. Hello? Amen. Now it is God who does it. No one can do it. I can't transfer my anointing upon you. Amen. I can pray for you. I can believe God for you. I can do whatever for you, but God is the one who does. Amen. Say hallelujah. Amen. But the Bible says that God came He took up the spirit of, that was upon Moses and he put it on the Seventy. Now, just like every, every society or every group, two of the men who were supposed to be a part of the Seventy decided that they were not coming. They did not go to their anointing ceremony. The Bible says they stay in the camp. And the Bible tells us that when God anointed Moses... I mean, took the spirit upon from Moses and put it upon their children on uh, the 70s. They began to prophesy, and the two who were in the camp also began to prophesy. Now it's amazing, even though they were uh, uh, rebelling and not wanting to be a part of it, the anointing of God, because God uh, uh, um, was putting it upon them, the anointing came upon them also. And then the Bible says, a man came So Moses had said, these men are are prophesying in the camp also. And then Joshua, uh, Moses' assistant, was zealous for for Moses. He said, Lord, my Lord, Moses, tell them to stop. Tell them to stop prophesying. They didn't come. They're not supposed to get a part of it. And then Moses said to, to Joshua, are you zealous for me? Are you zealous for what God wants to do? I pray that all God's people will become prophets. That the Spirit of God will come upon all God's people. I want you to get this. Say all God's people. Say all God's people. Now, this was just a desire of a man of God. Hello? He said, are you zealous? I pray that all God's people will get anointed. Fast forward. Joel chapter 2 verse 28. He said the day will come when the Spirit of God will be poured upon all flesh. Say all flesh. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy, your young men shall dream dreams, your old men shall see vision, I mean your your, uh, old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see vision and upon your handmaiden and upon the mid-servant and the mid-servant. And he said upon all flesh. Say all flesh. On the day of Pentecost when God the Holy Spirit came after Jesus. sent the Holy Spirit. Peter said, "This is that." Said, "This is that." This is that. Said, "This is that." He said, "This is that." That which Joel talked about. This is it. The Day of Pentecost, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the desire of Moses' heart. God answered that all God's people will be anointed by the Holy Ghost. Say, "Hallelujah." Say hallelujah! hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah! God desired that all His people will feel. I like what Psalm uh, uh, um, 7 says. He said, "Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will grant you the desires of your heart. Commit your ways unto Him, and He will bring it to pass." Moses was just expressing a desire. He didn't pray. I don't know about you, but sometimes um, it might be a thought and God answer. You know how sometimes God just answered things before you even think about it, or you know, maybe you just say, "Oh, you know, this might be a good idea." And God answer. Why? Because God knows. Moses' desire was for all God's people to be in and God answer. Say Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. God wants every one of us to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. We need to experience the ful- fullness of His Spirit to get that which God wants us to experience. Jesus said the promise of the Father. The Holy Spirit is the promise of the Father. It's a gift. He is a gift that God has given. I've said Jesus, talked about the Holy Spirit, that He comes so that he can empower us and be with us for us to accomplish the plans and the purposes in our lives. Or in the life for God and what God wants to do. And we need to be faithful. Amen. The Bible tells us that we need to have the same mind. The same spirit. We need to have be one with God. Have the mind of Christ. Allow the spirit of God to, 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 to saturate us. God poured out his spirit upon Moses. God took up the spirit of Moses and poured it on the seminary. And Moses' desire was that, I wish that all God's people would be filled or would become prophets. Amen. That mean, Basically, he was saying, I wish that all God's people would be filled with the Holy Spirit. And God did it. Amen. Amen. God answered his desire. Amen. Prophesy in Joel, and on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit is here. I'm ch- I want to challenge us. Let's cultivate the power and the, our, our, our relationship and fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Let's cultivate the communion. Amen. The purpose of the Holy Spirit is to reveal Jesus, to empower us, to anoint us, and to fill us, and to cause us to do that which God wants us to do. But let's trust Him. Let's allow Him to do His work in our life. Just like Joseph, just like Moses, just like um, we're talking about other other men of God that God used, Amen. Just like Jesus, we need to be yielded to the Spirit of God, surrender ourselves completely, and allow Him to fill our lives so that He can do His work. Say amen. 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 Let's stand, Hallelujah. I want us to take a few minutes now and just talk to God and ask Him to fill our souls, fill our hearts. Invite the Holy Spirit to come and take complete control of your life. Surrender your all to Him. Let's talk to Him right now. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we yield to you. We give you our all. We say have your way in our hearts and in our lives. Do your work. Be glorified. Be magnified. Be lifted up. You are faithful and true. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are a good God. You are a faithful Father. Have mercy. Thank you. We give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the